2: In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
1: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for
2: details. You're on board KCAA's
0: Inland Talk Express. KCAA, Loma Linda, 1050 AM. The station that leaves no listener behind. California headline news. Governor Brown surrounded by women and girls today as he signed what's being called the strongest equal pay protection bill in the country. Let's get the bill up here and sign it. New law taking effect January 1st puts the burden on employers to prove a man's higher pay is based on factors other than gender. It also protects workers from retaliation if they ask questions about how much their coworkers workers make. Voters strongly supporting a bill here signed by the governor allowing doctors to prescribe life-ending drugs to terminally ill patients. Poll director Mark De Camillo says the legislation is garnering broad-based bipartisan support.
2: Republicans are in favor of the law by a 55 to 39 margin democrats overwhelmingly 70 to
3: 23
0: a 15 year old boy wondering why he was targeted in what police believed to be a gang related shooting in fresno police arrested the teen after he crashed the bmw he was driving and ran from the scene but later returned to tell them he didn't know why he was being shot at Geico weather more dry conditions warmer too i'm john gilliland california news what's that sound
3: you're hearing california might sound like a regular train. It's not. It's a savings train.
2: And the lucky people boarding it just switched to GEICO and save money on their car insurance. All aboard. Next up, Cha-Ching City. Then on to Blissburg. Yep, California. That's the sound of savings. For a free rate quote, visit GEICO.com and see how much you could save. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. And now, a touching moment while staying in touch with GEICO.
3: It was a warm summer day. I was just sitting on a
2: porch watching a babbling brook roll by. Then, out of the blue, I got an update from my GEICO app saying my claim had been processed. I felt so connected to nature, to GEICO. (laughs) I stayed there the whole afternoon until that guy told me to stop trespassing on his porch. Sheesh, what was his problem? Claim status updates just a few taps away on the GEICO app.
4: Here's your Money Minute with Market Wrap host, Mo Ansari. If
0: you follow the markets, you've probably been getting seasick lately. But what if I told you that market volatility can be a good thing? If you're a bargain hunter, this is your coupon. So keep your shopping list handy. If you're a long-term investor with plenty of time before retirement, the money going into your 401k each month will buy more shares when the markets are down. And if you have a good financial plan, you can relax while others worry, because that plan will carry you beyond today's headlines. Of course, you should should Always consider professional guidance before making any financial decisions. That's your money minute. I'm Mo Ansari. For
4: more tips on investing during market volatility and other investment topics, listen to Market Wrap weekdays at 5 p.m. on this station. For a free consultation with Mo Ansari, call 800 388 9700. That's 800 388 9700.
2: Compact Asset Management is a registered investment advisor, funds custodian, fidelity, institutional wealth services member, FINRA SIPC. How would you like to have a large portion of your credit card debt completely forgiven? Both the principal and interest. National Credit Card Relief wants to give you free information that shows you how. Thousands of people have used this program to have their credit card debt forgiven. So call now for free information and consultation. We'll give you the secret to this money-saving program absolutely free. Get eye-opening information that could save you thousands of dollars a year or a month, depending on how much you owe. In fact, the more you owe, the more you can save. All you need is $10,000 or more in credit debt, medical bills, or department store debt to qualify. Call for free debt forgiveness information now at 800-546-2909. That's 800-546-2909. To discover the secret to having your credit card debt forgiven, call 800-546-2909. 800-546-2909. Don't wait. Call now. 800-546-2909. The ninth Annual Inland Empire's Largest Mixer returns to the Ontario Convention Center Wednesday, October 21st. Discover new business service providers from nearly 200 exhibitors. Connect with potential customers. Build and create new business relationships, all while sampling from local restaurants and caterers. The Largest Mixer is open to the entire business community. Wednesday, October 21st at the Ontario Convention Center. Admission is just $20. For exhibitor and attendee information, visit IEMixer.com for Inland Empire's Largest Mixer.
1: UNI Auto Truck Parts and Wrecking is loaded with 15 acres of used, salvaged, and rebuilt parts for your car or truck. Sure, you could go to any wrecking yard, but UNI has what it takes. Expertise, high-quality products, and the finest customer service you'll receive anywhere. UNI makes custom drive shafts, furnishes full warranties on all their parts, and keeps up on industry changes. Call 909-888-6841. You'll be impressed by the fast and friendly response from The U&I Skilled Staff. You can also go to the Contact Us page and request a part. U&I Hours of Operation are Monday through Friday, 8 till 5, and Saturday, 8 till 3. U&I Auto, Truck Parts, and Wrecking is located at 1435 West Rialto Avenue in San Bernardino. Check out the U&I webpage at the letter U, the letter I, autoparts.com or call 909-888-6841 909-888-6841
0: The other station claims to be local. Since when is Glendale local? KCAA News Talk 1050 your true local station
2: Welcome to Smart Health Talk with your host Elaine McFadden Will the birds and the bees survive?
5: Right before me, my newfound hippie side Once ignored these
2: conspiracies online Out the window, visions of the earth Sign me up now Make sure You use your smile
5: Oh, are we? Were we not even on? (laughs) Okay, well, we're going to start that over. Welcome to Smart Health Talk radio show. I guess it really helps if you have the microphone on. Uh, But you're listening to Smart Health Talk. And I'm your host, Elaine McFadden. I'm a registered dietitian with a master's in public health. And um, I hope that that signals to all of you that I happen to care about you. That's right. I care about what's going on with you, your body, your health, your family, uh, whether you're living in a safe neighborhood, a safe environment, uh, the kind that prevents disease instead of causes it. That's right. That's what we want here. We want you feeling good. We want you strong. We don't want you all sickly and in the hospital and not able to work. I mean, what kind of life is that? Don't you want to be out there, you know, having fun? That's right. Well, you know what? We just can't take our bodies for granted because they're vulnerable. And let me tell you, a lot of things can go wrong. A lot, a lot, a lot. And if you have ever been in a medical library and saw some of the books, I mean, just all the things that can go wrong with your skin is like several inches thick and with small writing inside. That's just your skin, not to mention what's going on inside. And there's a lot of factors that influence our health. Uh, And actually whether, you know, how your mind is thinking, if you're stressed out all the time, that's a no-no. Because when you're stressed out all the time, you're in fight-or-flight mood, um, in a constant state of fight-or-flight where you think that you're being attacked And what happens is your white blood cell count goes down. Not a good thing. So obviously that's affecting your immune system. So that's why stress isn't a good thing. And just a little exercise can use up all those bad chemicals that happen when you're in that stress mode and just kind of eats them all up and they go away and it's easier for you to relax. So that's one of the many, many reasons it's good to even just go out and take a little walk. And, you know, just get fitted it in. It doesn't matter if it's 10 minutes or 30 minutes in my book. Just making an effort to do it, you're going to get the rewards. And even if you break it up, you know, 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there, it's all good. It's all good, everyone. That's one thing. Okay. Uh, other things are like the type of food you, you eat. And I'm a dietitian, and I want your body to have the very, very best. And that's the way I live my life, because you know what? This body deserves it, because I deserve to feel good. I deserve to be healthy. I deserve to be have a chance at a long, healthy life. And all of you deserve that. So many people think, oh, I can't have good food. I can't afford it. And I say you can't afford to not have good food. Because what happens when you're sick? You can't work, right? And just think about how much some of these pills cost. Oh my gosh. They took some diabetic pill and it used to cost $1,000 for 90. And now it costs $10,000 for 90 pills. And people think they can't afford organic food? Come on. I tell you, just head down to the farmer's market. You'll get some really good deals there. But I have some other really great organic foods here, and I'm just going to spend just a couple minutes going through because these are the kind of things that I eat at my house. And this is how you can afford organic food, too. First of all, focus on vegetables, number one. Organic fruits and vegetables go to the farmer's market. You're cutting out the middleman. You're getting it direct from the grower, and you're saving a bunch of money. And guess what? Going to the farmer's market is super fun. Oh yeah, it's super, super fun. And I hope that you caught our broadcast last week. Because if you didn't, you need to look it up on YouStream and you type in Smart Health Talk and you type in KCAA and then you type in 929. That's right. And you will find our broadcast on YouStream because... I had a great interview with Myla Peterson and you know what she is just your average everyday mom and she lives in a neighborhood they're coming along the county decided that they tested some mosquitoes and they had West Nile virus and therefore we have to spray pesticides in everybody's neighborhood well we got out there And we were out there at like 3 o'clock in the morning when the trucks show up. And we blocked the streets off from both ends. And we kept the county from spraying down that street. Now, we couldn't protect everybody. But we kept them. And Channel 7 News showed up. And the press enterprise did a story on it. But all of that is right on my Facebook. And that's just Smart Health Talk slash Smart Health Talk. Also, I would like to encourage you to go to our partnership that we're forming here to fight all this. Because spraying's going on tonight, or first thing in the morning, it's going on again in Corona, and then on Thursday, it's going on in uh, Canyon Crest. So, if you live all those in those areas and you didn't get the word, which seems to happen a lot, because all they do is post these signs like randomly around the neighborhood, they blow away. They're only in English. So if you're Spanish speaking, you, you may not even be listening to this broadcast, but you may know somebody that lives in that area and that's all they know. And so they may see the sign. It means nothing to them. And how many people even see some sign on some corner or some telephone pole when, you know, they're leaving for work early or coming home late we have busy lives, so many people do not know this, your baby could be sleeping in a bedroom right next to the street and here comes the truck blowing this pesticide. Now, is that pesticide really safe? We're going to be talking about that. We're also going to be talking about how how much can we depend on these tests for West Nile virus? They say, "Oh, we tested this mosquito." And it had West Nile virus. Or we're finding that, oh, all these people had West Nile virus, higher numbers than we've ever had. Well, what is even causing that? And how do we prevent this spraying of our neighborhoods? And you should care about this because these pesticides, they may say, oh, this is perfectly safe. But don't forget, the people that say it's perfectly safe are the makers The makers, everybody, the government does not test this for safety. We're just going by what the maker says. And what do you think they're going to say? Huh? And you think they do some long-term testing? No. No, they don't. They do maybe three months max, you know, and, you know, people are getting...
0: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?
5: Okay. And don't think this stuff just like disappears. It's drifting even past the areas where they sprayed. Other neighbors are getting the pesticide too. And, you know, this is a very real and scary thing to me because I talked to the t- top scientists in the country. I'm a scientist. And I tell you, you know, this is real. This stuff is not safe in my book in any way, shape, or form. And that's why I was out there uh, with some other great people who were willing to get up and do this. And we saved that part of the street. But you know what? They posted signs. They're going back there tomorrow morning to get those streets that they missed, the ones that we protected. Yeah. They just won't be satisfied. You know, they just have to spray those streets. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so anyway, uh, we're going to have a, a pretty good discussion and we have a great guest for our show today, Dr. Keith Howe, and he has been doing the research for us. He is going to give us some information that is going to open your eyes and you're going to be like listening to this information that is coming out of the County and that they repeat on the news a little bit differently after you listen to our broadcast. So I really hope you're staying with us the whole show. Okay, And even if you miss it, if you have to leave for whatever, our podcast goes up right after the show. And our our Ustream, too. So you can watch me here in the studio, and you can see all these great products I'm going to be uh, holding up, kind of giving you a little synopsis of um, the kind of food that I eat, because you can have all this, too. It's not that much more expensive. A couple of these things um, I probably would not eat very much because I'm not really a snack kind of person. I'm more of a meal kind of person. Um, but if you have little kids, you know, they want snacks. And if you got hungry men around, I'll tell you, they want snacks too. So uh, we, have, uh, we have some really great suggestions because there's some wonderful organic companies out there that you probably don't even know about. And they are freaking incredible. And they're good people, too, because they're family-owned companies that are trying to do the right thing and not make a lot of money. But instead, like, look out for your health, which is, like, scores major points in my book. Okay. Now, um, I want to uh, just a couple of – one one announcement. Well, first of all, please go to um, Healthy Alternative to Pesticides, Healthy Alternatives to Pesticides, Inland Empire, or to our Smart Health Talk web page, uh, excuse me, Facebook page, and you can find our stream uh, with our interview with Myla from last week, and find out why she didn't want those pesticide uh, pesticides being sprayed on her street because she has some really, really good reasons. And also, you can see the report that they did on Channel Seven, and it's. Uh, pretty friggin' good. I'm pretty proud of us because we took a stand and it just shows citizens can make a difference. If we just sit in our homes and just let them do this to us, what do you think is going to happen? Nothing, nothing. But when we get our booties out there and say, Hey, we don't approve of this. We're going to, we want to stop this. We can stop it. And I'm going to give you an email a couple times during the show here, and if you email the county vector office and say, hey, I don't want you spraying my neighborhood, okay, if you email them, it becomes public record, and uh, they can't do anything about it. They can't delete it. They can't make it go away. It becomes public record. I would say, so give Mr. Van Dyke an an email saying you don't want spraying in your neighborhood, And for those of you that think the spraying is a good thing and it's protecting you, you really need to stay with us this whole show, okay? Uh, Because we need to get you some more information. And it's just people don't get the whole story, you know. But we give you the whole story right here on Smart Health Talk. That's right. You get the truth. Uh, We don't sugarcoat anything. Okay, so B as in boy, Van Dyke, that's V A N D Y K E. B Van Dyke, V-A-N-D-Y-K-E at Northwest. And that's M-V-C-D, M as in Mary, V as in Victor, C as in cat, D as in dog, dot org. And just give Mr. Van Dyke a, an email and say, Hey, I really don't appreciate you poisoning my, my neighborhood, my house, my family, my pets, and every living thing on my property. You have trespassed onto my property without a warrant and without my permission To spray a toxic substance. Now, does that make any sense? That right there should be making you mad. You should be getting enraged right now. The fact that someone is coming on your property for the sole purpose of spraying poison okay because that's the bottom line of what's going on there okay i just want to give you a couple of uh, recommendations here for changing your diet up because i am a dietitian and these are the foods i eat and i tried a lot of this stuff and trust me these are good choices all right now what do i what do i eat what does a dietitian eat well i eat a lot of beans and actually people that live the longest on the planet eat a lot of beans So you put a bean in the ground and it grows. So it has the life force in it. And I got a big old bag of organic pinto beans that I got at Clark's Nutrition, which is a great store. Um, It just goes to show, you know, when you go down to these local health food stores, you can get some really good deals. And buying bulk is a great deal. And these organic pinto beans, I got a big old bag of them. I soak them in water, dump the water off, put more water on. Cook them at a low temperature for a few hours. You can put them in a crock pot, and then after they're done, never put salt in beans until they're done, because it will keep them hard. But these beans come out perfect. These organic beans, there is a difference in how they cook. Conventional beans, in I, in my experience, just fall apart. These stay nice and uh, together and nice and keep their form. And uh, you can put some spices in there when they're done. I put some real salt which has a lot of minerals in it. It's not a processed salt, baked at 2,000 degrees. And put that, um, and then what I like to do is after I've cooked my beans and added maybe like a little chili powder and garlic powder, that kind of thing, I like to take a can of Amy's chili. I really like, this one's medium spicy, it's really good. And you can take like about two or three cups of beans and then add one can of those Amy's chili and few spices and it is delish and you don't have to spend a lot of money because the bag of beans is pretty cheap and the amy's chili which is vegetarian as well uh is a little bit more expensive but it adds a lot of flavor without a lot of work and it makes it taste like chili but it's mostly beans so i take that and I'll add like some grated organic cheese some onion some fresh jalapenos some tomatoes and then what I love to do is take these great nature's path one of my very favorite companies and their que pasa organic tortilla chips because we know corn can be GMO uh, these are all organic and these chips are so good and I just like dip my chips in those beans with the tomatoes, onions, jalapenos, uh, cheese, and that's a meal. I am perfectly happy with that bowl of beans and these chips. And I am full by the end of it. Another good product from Nature's Path is their bars. They have a quinoa bar, a Kia bar. This one is mocha chocolate hazelnut. Yeah. Okay, and then we got the trail. the trail mixer. Uh, Nature's Path is one of the best companies out there It's a family owned company They have great cereals You can go to Trader Joe's And get them for like Three to four dollars You say you can't afford organic Yes you can You need to buy cereal Go to Trader Joe's They got the best deal for cereal Nature's past cereal even their pumpkin flax granola won huge awards. It is like the bomb Okay, and mix some of that with some plain yogurt organic yogurt and you're styling man You're, you're giving your body some good bacteria some whole grains It's totally awesome. Okay, honey Katie. got this at Clark's. This is their like their store brand. It's raw and Organic when you buy honey, please make sure it's raw and organic. Okay, and that's a pretty good deal this honey is a really good deal, and I love to put that in my tea and my coffee instead of sugar, but I do use organic cane sugar. Okay, another product I love is this Riga Organic, R-I-E-G-A, and they have these great seasoning mix. Uh, these are a shredded beef. They have a vegetarian fajitas one, all kinds of great ones. You don't know how to season things? No big deal. These packets are great. You can just throw this in with your meat, throw it in with your meat and veggies, and it, it is so good. They make delicious seasoning packets. I love it. Okay, then another comp- one of my favorite companies is West Coast, or excuse me, North Coast. Um, they have This one is organic pear juice, but they're apple juice. Oh, my gosh. It, all their juices, they have a grape juice, conquer grape juice, which I absolutely love, full of phytochemicals, antioxidants. And their juice, it's organic apple juice. And I'm telling apples have like 50 pesticides. Make juice out of it? What do you got? Concentrated pesticides. Why are we giving that to our kids? And this, you could tell it's cloudy because they don't filter all the good stuff out of it. If your juice is like you can see through it, it's nice and clear, I would like not even buy it. Because they took all the good stuff out of it. Okay, I have another little snacky product here. Um, My Super Cookies, made by a couple of great moms that care about kids. This one's Blueberry Vanilla Heroes Whole Grain Cookies. And this even, like, sat. The package was kind of open a little bit. And these cookies didn't even go bad. These are great little snacks for kids of all ages. Then I have Mary's Gone Crackers Chocolate Chips. And these have... These, these have a lot of good things in it. It's like a bunch of really good ingredients. So, when you eat a cookie, you're actually getting a lot of good things for your body at the same time, along with those little chocolate chips. And Mary's Gone Crackers makes some excellent crackers, too. And they're whole grain crackers with all kinds of yummy things in them. And I have here some Naked Love Butter Crisp. Yeah, some Naked Love. Yeah. <laughs> so, this is Jenny Bakes. And anything Jenny Bakes, I love, okay, and they have pre-made cookies, little mini cookies, they got, you know, that are great for little snacks, and this, you can make at home, so you can do this with your kids, and just add a, like, butter, oh, butter and some vanilla and extract and an egg, and you got your cookies going on, okay, did I miss anything, some Gorilla Goods, if for those of you that like snacks, this is savory one, uh, which can be really satisfying, and it has some, like, some pumpkin seeds in there, and some other nuts, and stuff really yummy gorilla goods that's right gorilla goods even the name is fun okay so there um there are some great food suggestions organic food suggestions that you can start to include and if you listen to our video and you stream video from last week with Mila she said that she went through her kitchen threw out all the conventional stuff in the trash she just looked at it as poison She did not want her kids eating that anymore. Um, Her son was suffering from asthma, and he totally improved when she put him on an all-organic diet, and that included her organic garden in the backyard, which is probably going to be sprayed tonight, which is extremely sad, Uh, along with her chickens, fish, and beehives. And she worked years putting that together, and here comes the county to spray it. Very sad. I almost want to have a moment of silence for her garden. Okay, everyone. I want to get on to our guest here, uh, Dr. Keith Howe, and he is one incredible guy. I tell you, I could talk to this man for hours and never get bored because he is just like one of those wealth of information kind of people. And you know what? He why does he do all this research? Why does he you know find all these things out? Because he cares too. He's a doctor that actually really cares about people and finding out the cause, you know, not just like looking at the symptoms to put a band aid on it or write a prescription or something like that. He wants to know the cause. He wants to know the truth and he's not afraid of finding out the truth. And we're going to be talking about some real truths here today that just might shock you a little. They might get you thinking twice and that's what I want. I don't want you to just be a yes person and just sit there and just take everything and just accept it. You need to realize that not everything that you hear is the absolute truth. And because there's always someone that's benefiting. And it usually has to do with money. Okay? Money is at the cause of a lot of these lies. And people are telling lies to us. I'm sorry to say that. I wish everything was like, you know, Daisies and gumdrops, you know, kind of a thing. Organic gumdrops, of course. But, you know, it's not, unfortunately. And the fact that the county is like massively spraying pesticides in our neighborhood should be getting you like really fired up. And we need to do something about it. And we're not just, it's not just sitting in your home in front of your television that's going to change it. It's getting our butts out there and standing up to this uh, injustice and trespassing and breaking the law. And um, anyway, let's, uh, I want to talk to Keith because there are some things going on with this testing for one thing that uh, is very, very questionable. So Keith, are you there? Dr. Howe, excuse me. (laughs)
1: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited
5: by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, well, what did you think about all the the stuff that I was talking about here with the uh, especially my my yummy uh, organic food? Is that the kind of way that you eat at your home? Well, I
3: had uh, Amy's medium chili uh, yesterday.
5: Oh, uh, did you? With
3: fresh salsa <laughs> on it. So, uh, yeah. I'm, um, uh, pretty much in tune with, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I think our medicine should be our food, and we want food that's free of GMOs and pesticides. GMOs actually produce pesticides inside your gut after you eat them. They alter the DNA of your intestinal flora and then produce BTI toxin, which is Bacillus thuringiensis uh, NCI and that produces Bt toxin which they use to kill mosquito larvae. Well, it gets Really? What? Oh,
5: that that's the same do. thing. And it's happening. Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, I am so impressed Dr. Howe that you can just like say that because I've read those words before and I could never like actually say them, right? Um, but I, you know, just to clarify to everybody what you just said because this is like this is like freaky. It's freaky. not so, only
3: in poison, it generates it manufactures poison in every cell of the plant and in your body after you eat it. So
5: So after we eat it, it's going into our gut and it's getting our gut cells to make this pesticide. Inside our bodies, in our gut, we're making pesticides.
3: Yes, and Dr. Hsu, who is in charge of the uh, renal lab or the kidney uh, lab at UC uh, SF, Dr. Hsu wrote a paper, and he said in the last decade, uh, kidney failure has doubled uh, by the introduction of GMOs alone, and it's going up by ten percent every year.
5: Okay. How does so that? How right does that thing. happen, Doctor? Doctor, how? How does that? Am I saying oh, that, your last uh, name right?
3: The kidneys, so uh, have. Uh, they're they're very sensitive uh, organs in there, and the tubules that filter our blood and. The BT toxins poison those uh, renal cells and destroy them, and uh, then the, that's why you see in dialysis centers popping all over like McDonald's. They're just popping up everywhere. Now, uh, now
5: diabetes, like that's something like um, the kidneys are really sensitive to high sugar in the blood too, because it just kind of eats away all those tissues inside the kidneys because they're so sensitive. Like you said, it's like really, really delicate tissue. And so when wow. you got like high blood sugar, it's literally eating away like a like a cavity in your tooth, all this tissue inside your kidneys. So people that have diabetes are really susceptible to kidney disease too. But you're saying that the fact that we're eating these GMOs and they're creating this pesticide in our body, it's is it kind of putting like a, a this pesticide load um, is it the pesticide um, that's pesticide being secreted? Is
3: toxic, and it destroys the tissues that it comes into contact with. And because the uh, tubules in the um, kidneys are, you know, just a couple cells in diameter, uh, they, uh, and they're very permeable so they can filter the, the blood and get rid of the... Uh, the uh, they're, they're very susceptible to poisons. the kidney and liver they have to detox these things. So in the process, they get exposed to a lot and they get damaged.
5: Well, yeah, and like really, aren't you saying, Dr. Howe, that bottom line, pesticides kill cells?
3: Absolutely. That's what they are are designed to do. Pesticide, they're cellular poisons. They They destroy indiscriminately. And since we all have basically the same principles in cell design and function, uh, they, they they come they generally kill any cells they come in contact
5: with or alter the DNA or or otherwise otherwise compromise them. Well, That's wait a minute, talking. wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, they, they're kill. they're but they're telling us you know that they spray this stuff and then it like miraculously miraculously like just disappears and so when we eat it, it's not there anymore.
3: No, that's, uh, that's a lie. Uh, some of it... Uh, another lie.
5: Off. Okay, another lie, everybody. There you go. Okay, you think that... And what about, like, rinsing it off? Like, people think, oh, I just, like, rinse this off and all the pesticides are gone.
3: Well, you can get some of it by doing that. Uh, you know, Trader Joe's makes a chemical wash. Uh, but, uh, you know, some of it's going to get absorbed into the fruit. And if it's genetically modified, then it's, it's manufactured in every cell.
5: And yeah, even yeah. after we eat it, then our we're still manufacturing mm-hmm. pesticide mm-hmm. in our gut. So what else besides the kidney disease is happening to people when they start making this pesticide in their gut?
3: Uh, you know what? That's yet to be discovered.
5: <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I. what about yeah, le, leaky broke. gut? Leak, leaky gut. What about that?
3: Well, there's a whole bunch of, uh, you know, uh, Crohn's disease, leaky gut syndrome. There's a whole bunch of new bowel dysfunctions out there. So yeah uh, use that we're putting our bowels through by ingesting these altered and chemically poisoned uh, uh foods
5: well God, That's just the whole idea it's, it's weird
3: uh, eat right
5: okay, so um we uh That's, you know, that's one of the reasons that we choose organic. I mean, uh, actually, there are several reasons there why we choose organic. I mean, we can make a long list together, don't you think we can make a really long list of all the reasons why you don't want to put pesticides in your body or be breathe them in? Because they go into our body lots of different ways, don't they? Pesticides.
3: You can breathe them. You can absorb them through the skin. Uh, you can ingest them. Uh, you know, there's there's all kinds of different uh, exposures we get to them. Let me let me read you something from uh, you talked. Uh, you said you know I uh, uh, mentioned shock. Well, here's the shock doctor.
5: Okay, uh, me, okay, give it to us. I'm ready. Shock listen me. to
3: this. Okay, this is from an article I wrote in 2008 called "Pesticide or Genocide." Uh, Human Experimentation on U.S. uh, Citizens. And it's uh, open-air testing on human subjects with biological and biochemical agents by the Pentagon and Department of Defense, as authorized by the United States Congress in H.R. 1119, Section 1078.
5: Um, So we're being guinea pigs? We're guinea pigs? Yeah,
3: listen, listen to this. As approved by the 105th Congress, uh, first session, 1998, H.R. 119, Defense Authorization Act 1078, restrictions on the use of human subjects for testing of chemical or biological agents. Prohibited activities. Now, as I read these, keep in mind that by the time I get to the bottom of this left, nothing's prohibited and they can do whatever the hell they want without telling the public, Okay. So, A, prohibited activities. The Secretary of Defense may not conduct directly or by contract any test or experiment involving the use of a chemical agent or biological agent on a civilian population or any other testing of a chemical or agent or biological agent on human subjects. Exceptions. Subject to subsection C, D, and E, prohibition in this subsection does not apply to a test or experiment carried out for any of the following purposes any peaceful purpose that is related to a medical, therapeutic, pharmaceutical, agricultural, industrial, or research activity. Well, that just makes just about anything acceptable. Biological agent defined. In this section, the term biological agent means any microorganism, including bacteria, viruses, fungi, rickettsiae, or protozoa pathogens or infectious substance, and any naturally occurring bioengineered or synthesized component of any such microorganism, Pathogen or infectious substance, whatever its origin or method of production that is capable of causing death, disease, or other biological malfunction in a human, an animal, a plant, or any other living organism. Deterioration of food, water, equipment, supplies, or materials of any kind or deleterious uh, alteration of the environment. The full text of this bill is 1,099 pages, and they hid this part of the bill right in the middle, page 703 703- through seven hundred six, hoping nobody would see it. Okay. Um, yeah, so, they uh, like
5: to do that, don't they? They like to hide things know. in other bills so that they just like kind of slip through.
3: So um, anyway, that's that's your your shock uh, portion here. And the interesting thing is, what they're spraying us with right now, one of the chemicals pesticides, is Denevex E four. And if you look at the manufacturer safety data sheet. It tells you that 96% of this is a top secret uh, and cannot be disclosed. Uh, uh, and uh,
5: Okay, uh, wait a minute. I, I want to know, know what that stuff right is, there. Dr. Howe. I want to know what it is. And is that is that, that inert stuff? But, which the is- control
3: doesn't even know what it is. They don't even know, and they're telling us it's safe and they're spraying us with it. How can anybody spray the population when they don't give full disclosure of what they're spraying? Oh, HR one one
5: one nine, and that's ninety six percent of what they're spraying. Okay, now I was talking. Now tell me about this. I was talking to someone else, and they say that they mix that that pesticide before they spray it with kerosene.
3: Well, they use a uh, uh, different uh,
5: uh, like a oil,
3: oil bases and and diluents uh, to, to dilute them and and uh, you know. So it can be able to turn them into fine particles uh, that will suspend in the air uh, through their fogging machines. Their their uh, okay. Spray. Well, like
5: kerosene, like we think. Oh yeah, I know. I heard of kerosene. You know, like how bad can that be? But that stuff really isn't like good for us at all.
3: No, 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 it's not. Especially for people with respiratory problems or other health problems.
5: Well. um, That, you know, all of this is very upsetting because they're spraying this like right in our neighborhoods, in our yards. So like they try to say, oh, we're just spraying your front yard. We're not spraying your backyard. But like how far does that pesticide, they, oh, they go, oh, it's not very much is coming out. But to me, it kind of reminds me of like when someone sneezes. And then you see like that slow-mo picture and it's like, you know, you think, oh, it's just a little sneeze. But then when you look at like a slow-mo picture, it's just like massive amounts of these little droplets in a big wide spray coming out of their mouth. And they say, oh, well, this isn't very much is coming out of these machines. But to me, it, it's, it's still like, you know, we're just not seeing it, just like it's those, um, what comes out of our car, the stuff that w- the exhaust we see isn't as bad as the stuff we don't see. But, you know, like when they're spraying down our, our neighborhood streets like that, like, you know, what's when it's coming out of the truck, then what happens
3: Well, you have uh, wind factors uh, that cause drift, what's known as drift. And also, think of the Earth rotating. In 24 hours, it makes a full rotation. So if you... uh, uh,
5: I never thought about that.
3: California. then 24 hours later, you're going to be breathing it again. Okay? So, so, you know, as the Earth rotates, that uh, pesticide fog is dissipating downwind from it uh, the entire time. It gets... Uh, you know the, the concentration of it is directly proportionate to the distance. The farther away you get, the more diluted it is. But nonetheless, uh, they're, they're, the uh, ultra low volume that they claim is safe can actually be more toxic. We have a uh, ABCs of toxicology is on our website, healthyalternatives to pesticidescom under scientific articles, and that explains modern toxicology to you. But these guys hang on to the old principle that it's all in the dose, which is uh, obsolete, archaic, and homeopathy proves that to be wrong. Okay, well,
5: if someone goes to that scientific tab, scientific study tab at the Healthy Alternatives to Pesticide website, uh, Dr. Howe, I mean, can can most people like read that and, and understand it?
3: Yes, I, uh, I picked a bunch of articles that uh, most uh, most of them, yes, they're written in layman's terms. And they're, they're readily... So
5: you don't have to be like a, a PhD scientist to understand this stuff. You can uh, go read of, it. Some of it, but it's written in a way that you can understand it
3: uh, even if you're not uh, scientifically advanced. But the more knowledge you have on science and virology and toxicology, the, the more in-depth, you will understand it, but it, it's, it's pretty well uh, written for uh, the layperson, and, and that's part of the reason we pick these articles, so that the uh, average person uh, that's being affected can understand this stuff without blowing them away with a bunch of technical rah-rah, which is what they like to do to cover up the uh, fraud in their writing, you know?
5: Well, uh, we thought it was really interesting that the Vector uh the State Vector person uh, gave us an article that they, you know, they're like, oh, well, we model our program after this right here, and they say they we're doing what the CDC says, but yet in the article, yeah, the guy that wrote the article, what, you know, had some position at the CDC, but it said these are the views of the author, not necessarily the views of the cdc because they're like a whole entity that a policy that comes out of there has to be something that is like the department's policy not just someone that works within the department's opinion but yet
3: the, the cdc is uh has a reputation for being very corrupt as a matter of fact uh uh one of the 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 top people in it, uh, Julie Gerberding, got uh, she was in a big scandal, and uh, she got caught lying about some major stuff. And she was uh, now she works for I think uh, is it Merck vaccine or something. So these people go back and forth from from uh, you know Monsanto to the the FDA and EPA, the regulators. They put their people in there so they can pass laws to allow them to continue to put this dangerous, deadly, fraudulent. Uh, stuff on the market. Right? So how, so how have, does that and
5: happen? The
4: EPA and
3: the CDC are, need to be disbanded, they're corrupted, they're not trustworthy anymore. And, uh, they, you know, I wouldn't, uh, I, I ignore their writings because they're, they're so full of, uh, uh, disinformation and lies. So I don't even listen to them anymore.
5: Because you're you're saying that they go back and forth working for the government, making policies that affect our everyday lives, the lives of our children, our families. And yet, you know, they they come work for the government, which is supposed to be to protect us. But really, they just came from a position working for some pesticide company or some drug company. And so how can that not influence how they're making decisions in this position that's supposed to be for the people when they were just working for another company that obviously is not for the people. They're just for themselves and making lots of money. Now that's exactly why they're placed in there. Okay. Well, what do you like? I, you know, I'm looking, I just like, I'm trying to figure these people out. I'm just like, what is their motivation to like, you know they're like we you know we try to talk to them and we say hey why aren't you doing more education with the public and let's educate people on how to stop the formation of these mosquitoes by getting rid of the breeding grounds the standing water that kind of thing if we like let people know hey go walk around your yard especially after it rains and see if there's any standing water anywhere and dump it out oh wow that's like really hard to teach people right but yet and they say oh we don't have enough money to educate people yet how much like are they spending for like all these trucks full of pesticides and all these people driving the trucks around and and yet they say they can't educate people so we could actually stop the breeding of mosquitoes that just doesn't make sense to me
3: uh, no, but it makes dollars for the pesticide companies. But now let's let's go to one of the one of my favorite articles is written by uh, a David Crow, Crowe, C R O W E, and he named his uh, article is uh, uh, West Now? virus doesn't exist. He goes into the scientific uh, uh, aspects of the two doctors that identified, uh, allegedly identified the West Nile virus, and I contacted UC Davis, uh, where Dr. Risen has been in charge of all the testing procedures in the state of California. He's in a veterinary medicine school at UC Davis. Now, they've uh, been getting uh, million-dollar grants and built a whole industry around this.
5: So they're te- they're testing all these mosquitoes that they say that they find in these little traps on trees, and they say, oh, you know, we found this mosquito in the trap, and then we and then what? They take these traps and they send them to that guy.
3: No, no, they're doing in-house testing here in Santa Clara now. So the pesticide companies, I, I believe, what's happening is the pesticide companies are providing equipment and testing for these people so they can. Find more evidence of this alleged West Nile virus and and justify the spraying of their pesticides. So, um, alleged, we're at, alleged, we're at alleged
5: that. West Nile virus. Like, why would you say that?
3: Uh, I'll tell you why. This uh, West Nile virus doesn't exist. By David Crow is on our website, and you can read it. And they violated the doctors that uh, identified the alleged West Nile virus violated basic scientific principles rendering the entire study invalid. Uh, Koch's postulates in, in particular, there are four logical rules for de- determining whether a pathogen exists and the cause of a disease. They must be satisfied before it can be accepted that a pathogen causes the disease. And those four precepts are The pathogen must be present in every case of the disease. It must be isolated from the host, grown in vitro or culture. The disease must be reproduced when a pure culture of the pathogen is inoculated into a healthy, susceptible host, and the same agent must be isolated once again from the experimentally infected host. They violated most, if not all, of these principles. Uh, And uh, I I contacted the uh, UC Davis, uh, where they... Design all these further testings that they've come up with. And I talked to Dr. Reisman's uh, assistant, and she told me, I said, Are you familiar with Lanciotti and Anderson? They're the two doctors, uh, their research. And she said, Oh, yes. And I said, uh, Is all your subsequent testing based upon their findings? And she said, Yes. So that means since therefore our findings were unscientific and and unreliable, that all the other testing is unscientific and unreliable, and they have yet to prove scientifically that West Nile virus even exists. And they admit that there's uh, uh, cross-identification with other viruses like the uh, St. Louis encephalopathy, Japanese encephalopathy, and several others, that it's nonspecific, and they're, they're not even sure what, because they used the wrong, when they, when they isolate the virus, they're supposed to use a filter, a porcelain filter that is only big enough to allow the virus to go through so they can separate it from everything else. Well, they used a uh, 0.22 micrometer filter, even though the other particles from the West Nile virus would be about 0.4. So you're talking about, uh, you know, uh, almost six times... Uh, the size of the alleged virus, so all kinds of cellular waste materials got in there. So when you get a positive test, they don't know what the heck it's positive for, because of all this other Garbage to got through the filter with it. So they
5: can't even like really. So you're saying that this test isn't really isolating the actual virus. So it's so they can have a, just a pure virus there without all these other contaminants and then run the test on it. Uh, they're they're just not even filtering out everything. They've got all this other stuff in there. And so well, how can this? Thing is, yeah, go they, ahead. They,
3: there's about eleven thousand. Uh, uh, g- genes on, on the DNA sequence, and they've only got a couple strands identified. So what they're doing, they haven't even identified the entire virus yet, but they're taking these little strands of proteins that they found and saying, well, this is a West Nile virus, or this is a West Nile virus, and they're making a test based on that. And then they use the amplification uh, methods that they put it in and incubate it so that it reproduces these proteins and they can get a positive test on it. And uh, it, it, one of the main ones is called the polymerase chain reaction, or PCR, and it's widely used as a genetic probe and is highly sensitive to false positive reactions. It's even a molecule of genetic material that matches can trigger a chain reaction. You know what, Dr. Howe?
5: I'm getting really mad. I'm getting really mad because I, you know, I, I'm like listening to you and I'm thinking that they're saying they're doing all these tests and you're saying that there's no way that they could be getting conclusive tests here, that they're, this is like a total shot in the dark and yet they're using this as an excuse to spray us with pesticides.
3: It's a wonderful, uh, example of fraud and fear to market pesticides. Remember the fluoride, uh, thing with, uh, when, when uh, uh, Sigmund Freud's, uh, brother-in-law, or, uh, I forget his name, he, he was, uh, uh hired by the, um, fluoride industry, the aluminum and nuclear industry, to get rid of the fluoride, toxic fluoride. So he said, tell people it strengthens their teeth and brightens their smile and dump it in their water and charge them for it. So there, now we'll make a profit off it. Well, that was a huge fraud, and it's finally coming to light and coming to an end. But it took, you know, that was in 1940. And that fluoride's and not good for us today.
5: either. That's like that's like another toxin that's like going into our body. Well, we have, right. um, okay, we've got like five minutes left. I have a Christine Lampy on the line, and I wanted just to invite her to join our conversation. But I want to continue... Um, I think she has a couple announcements, so we'll try to fit that in before we run out of time. But I want I want to continue with this uh, the implications of the fact that these tests are not even really uh, we don't even know what they're identifying, and yet they're saying they're saying you know. But I, and I want to I want to ask you, Doctor Howe, about the sick the people that they say are sick. So, Christine, are you there? I'm here, How, what do you I mean like is this stuff like just mind blowing or what that Dr. Howe is saying today?
4: Oh yeah, like you said you're getting mad, I'm getting mad too, so they're telling us West Nile
5: virus is there, but they're not sure, and then they're spraying toxins on our yard and making it thicker and, and and what uh, yeah, and that reminds me like tell us tell us, Dr. Howe, because people are like thinking that they have West Nile virus. And what, what do you think that some of these symptoms, the headaches, the, the nausea, the stomach aches, you know, all of these things, like okay, what do you
3: think? I tell you, the, the, the majority of the people going into the hospital and being diagnosed with West virus are in there for other reasons. They've got diabetes, AIDS, heart disease, high blood pressure. They're in, over 50, 50, 60, 70 or young. Well, guess what? Who get what, what? What common factors do the young, very young, and the very old have? Well, they get their flu shots and their vaccines every time they go to the doctor for their diabetes or something else. And what can those cause? Encephalopathies. So, if somebody goes to a hospital, they're dying of pneumonia, and they swab them with this PCR test, and if it tests positive. They say, "Oh, it's West Nile virus related," and they throw them on the bandwagon uh, to beat the drums for more pesticides when it's actually what's known as a coincidental finding, and they haven't proven that West Nile virus had anything to do with it. They have thousands of viruses in their body. If you test them for herpes, 95% will be positive, but you can't say that they died of herpes or they're in there because of herpes, but yet that's what they're doing with West Nile virus. They do this bogus test, and then if it shows up positive, they they claim that they're in there because of West Nile virus, even though they came in because they're dying of AIDS and cancer. So that's what they're doing manipulating this and they're not going to the uh, Karen Smith at the uh, Center for disease Con- or no the uh, California Department of Health is putting out all this information but they're not testing these people to find out hey when did you get your last vaccine uh, how long ago was it and, and testing to see if it's vaccine related which is much more uh, common and much more likely than uh, this this uh, potential West Nile virus infection and there's a lot of other causes too as a matter of fact the pesticides cause almost the exact same symptoms that the West Nile virus causes. And that's in a lot of the research that we have posted on our website also.
5: And so people may be experiencing these symptoms thinking they have West Nile virus, and really it's because they've been exposed to pesticides that have been sprayed in their neighborhood without their permission, without a warrant, and coming onto our property to spray a toxic substance. Okay, so um, what, what was it that you wanted to tell us today, Christine?
4: Well, I know we were out the other night when they were spraying. Um, we blocked off a section of Mila um, Street from being um, sprayed, but um, at, you know they came, the trucks came down and then turned the corner, so we cut them off that st- um, stretch of road. But we could smell—you could smell it. And um, driving home that morning, my husband was telling me how he had—he um, was very nauseous, and I know Mila, so she had a tightening of her throat and, and weepy eyes. So yeah, we're. We're just really looking into this. Um, well, what, what do you um, suggest,
5: Dr. Howe? I mean, like, what should we be doing uh, next? We have a couple minutes, and I want some... Um, see, this is, you know... So just, I, I really hope everyone's listening to this, and think about what just happened to Christine when she was, and her husband, when they were exposed to this, and all the things that Dr. Howe is telling us. So we have, like, one minute left, and we know to go to the Healthy Alternatives to Pesticide and the Healthy Alternatives to Pesticide Inland Empire group. On Facebook, yes. Yes, on Facebook, and... And why don't you tell us, um, you know, what we should be doing. We need to start making a
4: noise, is what I've been told. Um, We need to start making a noise in our area. We need to call our city council people. We need to call the uh, county supervisors. And we need to go to the vector control district. So I found out um, the next vector, the Northwest Mosquito and Vector Control District board meeting is October 15th at 3 o'clock. They meet at 1966 Compton Avenue in Corona. Um, So we uh, public citizens are allowed to have three minutes, um, up to um, sorry, up to three minutes to speak. So I would love it if people are interested in coming if they can let us know through Facebook, and we will try to organize um, so we can each tell a little bit of the story and get a cohesive story going. So um, you know, and then we'll have to go back each month. We'll try to. We'll make as much of a noise as we can, we'll go to our city councils. the city councilman in Riverside told me that they don't really have any legal, you know, repercussion here. But if we make enough of a noise with our city councils, they will find something, you know, they'll find out what they can do. I've been told that the city councils can write a letter. There's a sample letter that we have um, that they can say, you know, we don't want this thing in our city and send it to Governor Brown. So we All have four right. more
5: cities to do this. Yeah. Um, let's do that. I want, yeah, I we want just, to do we that. We've got to
4: make a noise. All of us need to make a noise.
5: Well, we, we need we're you, calling Dr. Our Howe. our
4: politicians. are <laughs> going to get tired of us calling them.
5: And we we need you, Dr. Howe. We need you to come back and educate us. Thank oh, you so is, much. Yeah, that's First, the information you gave us great. Thank you so much, everybody. <laughs> Tune in to Smart Health Talk next Tuesday, 7 o'clock p.m. And find us everywhere on social media, okay? We care about you guys, all right?
2: This is 1050 AM KCAA Loma Linda and 106.5 FM UKIPA.